Yo, 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 everybody, welcome back to the motherfucking Minority Sports Report. I am your boy, Big Black. And from that socially distant satellite, I love J-Stock beaming in at And in studio, got my motherfucking birthday girl, my mama. Hey, 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 how y'all doing? At Lady C Boston. Hey, this Lady C Boston up in here and ready to get down with the fellas and enjoy this night. It's my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Birthday and sports and shit. A lot of <laughs> lots and lots of stuff happening. But you chilling though? You having a good time, Mom? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Um um, you know, life is what it is. COVID made me fall in love even more. And then I met my granddaughter, Leilani. Oh, what adorable, beautiful grandbaby. So, yes, it's all good. Yes, thank you. Word. Cool. Glad you're uh, having fun. Yes. Julian's having fun. Yeah, welcome to Colorado. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's my third or fourth trip here, but it's always a, a first time good feeling. Oh. Counteract it. Yay. All right. We had fucking football and shit. Um, God damn it, we did. We have some fucking football on today. Um, yeah. You got a doubleheader tomorrow night, but uh, most of the games played today. Oh, there's a doubleheader tomorrow. That's right, because the fucking game that was supposed to be this Thursday got rescheduled for tomorrow. That's right. That's right. Huh? What a shit show. What a shit show. Um. God damn it, I said shit show, so we might as well talk about... <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, that show, that show. The Broncos and the Patriots. Oh, we're going to talk about the Broncos winning for the first time in 14 years in Foxborough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever, that show. <laughs> was it really that long? It's, uh, Brian, Brian Greasy was the Broncos quarterback the last Holy time the Broncos shit. won in in Foxborough. Ryan Greasy, wow. 14 <laughs> oh, seasons. During the regular season. Right, right. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the Broncos played like the old Broncos from the last time the Broncos wore the Broncos, with, which was win, you know, but this was a crazy game. Sorry, Patriots. Yeah. We, uh, we won without scoring a touchdown. <laughs> I can't remember ever that happening. <laughs> that, that is a, wow. For those, yes, the score and, uh, was 18-12 Broncos over Patriots. Go ahead, Julian. Uh, Brandon McManus, Broncos kicker, MVP. <laughs> I dropped him from my fantasy league last week, too. That's fucked up. He, uh, he, he shouted out, uh, he's like, Hey, hate on, hate on all 95% of you who didn't start me. Much love to the 4% that did. Hey, <laughs> that motherfucker. I'm one of those 95, because I straight <laughs> dropped his ass like two weeks ago. Fuck. Yeah, he was, uh, he was 6 for 6. So, yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100% on the fucking night, or on the day, I should say. Um, 18 to 12. Man, the Patriots were looking like shit. But that's what happens when your fucking players get COVID and no one can fucking practice. Jesus Christ. Sad, sad, sad. What the fuck? I don't know what it is about Cam and Broncos defenses, but he does not seem to do well against them. That's true, bro. Um, Even in Carolina, that's true. Yeah. um, I guess, like, record-wise, the Broncos are uh, 4-0 against Cam Newton as a team. Nice. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. It was it was nice to win the game because I definitely wasn't expecting it to happen. But it's also like, you know, this isn't, you know, this isn't Patriots of last year. This isn't, you know, right. this is a COVID-ravaged, you know, team that we had two weeks to prepare for. True, so. true. I mean, a win is a win, and we're not taking that shit away. But I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, yeah. I honestly, I went and took a nap at the start of the third quarter. I was like, fuck this shit. I'm going to sleep. I'm too tired. I almost gave up on the game, but then I said, I'm going to stay and watch it a little bit. And then there was a little spark for a minute, but then we lost. And it was just like, yeah, whatever. It really wasn't a win, Denver. 
A W is a W. Okay. A win is a win is a win. But Drew Locke made get, took every opportunity to try to make sure we didn't get that win. Uh, <laughs> no shit, dog. That's kind of uh, that's kind of the reason I like, I was like I'm gonna go to sleep because no one fucking Vic Bangio. And I'm like, man, this you're gonna fuck some shit up. But they did it. They didn't. So that was good. Good for them. Yeah. Now the defense looked good. Um, but you know, again, I don't know if it's the, the defense look good or that the Patriots are just like haven't practiced and you know are COVID ravaged. And yeah, it's a little bit of both. Yeah, you know, a little bit of both. So. But, uh, but uh, you know, I'll take it. Um, it's always so it's always good to get a win when you're not expecting one and. Uh, no, yeah, it's a boring game, though. Very boring. <laughs> very, very boring. So both of these teams are 2-3 and three on the season now, which is uh, cool. Yeah. Still, still in the playoff, Nick, technically. <laughs> that's, that's real <laughs> shit, dog. That's fucking true. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, uh, congratulations to those Broncos at Denver. I was out grilling. I had my phone and my Bluetooth speaker out while I was on the grilling shit. And I was cursing up a motherfucking storm. Because every time I looked at my phone, it was like a fucking fumble or a goddamn interception or a fucking sack. And I was like, wow. But yeah. this is what happens when you can't practice because of fucking everybody's getting COVID and shit. Yeah, congratulations, Denver. Just take the fucking... <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah, right. No shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Because if, if I was on the other end, I'd be saying the same shit. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man. Fuck. But we do have some other yeah. games. To run a, run about, run run down some scores here as I'm loading up some marijuanas into my marijuana smoking device. We have how many blowouts did we have today? I mean shutouts, just uh, one. Uh, just one shutout. We had some blowouts though, or at least scores that in the end didn't reflect how bad the games were. Yeah. So the Jets uh, and the Dolphins. <laughs> That was the fucking uh, blowout, shutout. Dolphins, 24. Jets, 0. Holy crap. That's bad. Dude, Adam Gates is getting fired tomorrow. There's no fucking way he's not getting oh, fired tomorrow. man. If he has his job tomorrow, I'll be fucking surprised. He's lost that Wait, team. Texans almost won today. And uh, who else? Uh, and fucking Eric and Atlanta won today. That's so, right, like, dog. Won, Two teams that fired their coaches both playing better with their coaches gone. Yeah, a hundred percent. The Falcons putting up numbers like they should be. My boy Matty Ice got that fucking ice in his veins, dropping forty points to twenty three over the Vikings. Um, <sighs> yeah, that, that, that and that game was done like by the halftime, basically. Yeah, man, that shit's fucking great. That shit's looking uh, good. Man, Pittsburgh. Blew out Cleveland. Yeah. Their defense just smothered them. No bueno. Um, <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, 738. They benched, wow, uh, no. they benched Mayfield for the end of the game. Wait, what'd you say? They benched Mayfield for the end of the game. Uh, Doug, he's fucking garbage, man. He had a good like, week last week. Baker Mayfield. Um, let me see his stats, though. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me pull up his... Oh, look at that final score. Yeah, Jeez. that score is awful. Jeez. No, I, um, I started Pittsburgh's D in, uh, in my fantasy league. They got me like 20 points. So. Fucking great move, man. Shit. I can't see his stats. Yeah. I, don't really care. I really don't care. But yeah, that's a... That's a... That, that's a blowout. Um, what, four sacks. Boom. Man, getting them points. Two interceptions, one TD, one pick six. Getting them motherfucking points, yo. Uh, yeah. See, we had the uh, Texans losing to the Titans in overtime, thirty-six to forty-two. Ravens beat the Eagles thirty to twenty-eight. Wow. Tight game. Tight game. Tight game. I watched none of those. Uh, Bengals. Lost to the Colts, 31-27. I did watch a little bit of that before I took a nap. That was uh, interesting because I want to say the Colts were smashing the... No, the Bengals were up like 21-0 and they blew their lead. 
It was four. They yeah. Bungled, they this bungled is, it up. No, the the Bengals were up fourteen nothing. That's what it was, and they fucking lost. Yeah. They lost. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Lions beat the Jaguars 34-16. The Bears beat the Panthers 23-16. Those Giants football of New York beat the Washington football team of Washington 20-19. Finally a win. Wow, Giants. Wow. They got yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's what we're saying, man. The NFC East is historically bad. It is very bad. Yeah, they they well, always suck. No, it's it never been this bad. <laughs> no, this is <laughs> that's like, true. Literally, it, it's never in the history of the NFC East been this bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fucking. That's fuck. That's a good point, yo. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, because um, because Dallas has nobody has two wins, and even if uh, even if Dallas like wins tomorrow, like. They uh, somebody saw as a tiebreaker, which would make them uh, tied for first. Wow, that is bullshit. So that's how bad the NFC East is going to be like a six and ten team getting in. <laughs> Yo, I believe it. A team with a losing record is getting in the playoffs out the NFC East. You heard it here first on the Minority Sports Report. You also heard this here first. That's if the season fucking finishes. Jesus Christ. Oh, they'll finish it. Of course they're going to finish it. At this this point, there's no way. There's no turning back. The juggernaut has left the building. It is no turning back. They will pull practice squad people up because they don't have all the money. They need all the fucking money. Fuck your safety. Fuck health. Give me your fucking dollars. That's how it is. Yep. The Buccaneers smashed on the Packers. That was good. <clears throat> 38 to 10. Aaron oh, Rodgers yeah. was but, looking like shit. That game was. I was like, oh, this will be a good game. Nope. That's what we all thought. <laughs> all over. Yeah. Same. I, I watched uh, a little bit of that. I watched that until it was out of, uh, I think it was 10 to 21. And I was like, I'm not watching this anymore. Tom Brady is not on the go. Patriots. It's one of those things where it's like when the elite quarterbacks get like bothered or something, and it's like, yeah, this is their game. They're just gonna be like, no, we're not winning this one. Yeah, yeah, you know, he didn't. Aaron Rodgers did not look like uh, like the guy that was playing in the last four weeks, five weeks. Uh, Sunday night football. Too happy. You say he's not happy. Uh, no, I said he got too happy. Oh, he got too happy. <laughs> he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't pissed off at anyone. That's so. true. We need better Aaron Rodgers because that's the guy that fucking performs great. Well, now they broke up with his girl, so unfortunately, him and Danica are going through their oh, thing. They broke so. up? Yeah, it's over, done. So maybe he's just not as focused, though. Sorry for throwing that in there. But don't don't hey, be sorry. Maybe see is here. <laughs> that's relevant to the story. Yep. No. I didn't know they broke up. See, yeah. you didn't know. Crazy, crazy stuff. But uh, you know, I think, I think he's a, I think he's like a psychopath, like a sociopath. He is. Like, he's Aaron Rodgers is fucking crazy. I am glad Danica got rid of that fool. Um, she's doing, she's gonna do so much better without him. Honestly, um, fuck every chick that leaves Aaron Rodgers does better without Aaron Rodgers. Um, wow, and, that, and that's Mon- sad to say, but if it's real, it's real. Hey. Olivia Munn was with Aaron Rodgers, got broke up with him. Boom, she's in X Men movies and all types of shit now. Like it's fucking crazy. Um, so good for you, Danica. Get out of that relationship. This man doesn't talk to his family for some unknown reason. Yeah. So <laughs> for reasons his family doesn't know. Yeah, they don't even know why he doesn't talk to him. So it's like get the fuck out of there, girl. Good for you. Yep. So 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 it's like it's not it's it's not you. It's him. <laughs> Right, hundred mm-hmm. percent. If you ever meet Aaron Rodgers, like we always say, mention how tall he not he isn't. Excuse me. <laughs> say something like, you, "Wow, yeah. I thought you'd be bigger," or "Wow, you look bigger on TV." <laughs> Shit like that. He's gonna fucking love you. You <laughs> might get some money out of it because he probably knock you out. <laughs> For real, do that shit. It's fucking funny. He is so sensitive about his height. Is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday Night Football ended not too long ago. Rams smashed on the 
uh, excuse me, the 49ers smashed on the Rams um, all game from the first opening drive. I think it took them two and a half minutes to score a touchdown. Uh, that score was 24 to 16. Nobody really cares. I don't know. It's, the Rams are so weird. I can't tell if the Rams are good. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We all thought they were great until that Super Bowl. And they kind of just fucking... But... Yeah, I mean, like, last season they were bad. But, like, this season they've been playing well. Yeah. But then you just shit the bed against, like, San Francisco. Who are, who's another team who I'm like, are they good? Like, they, they, lost, they got blown up by Miami at home last week. Yeah, San Fran has the most injuries out of all the teams in the NFL right now. They have the most inactive players from their starting roster um, out of all the teams right now. Um, so they shouldn't be that good. They're playing with fucking third string guys and practice squad guys and shit. It's fucking crazy. Um, so yeah, for the Rams to go into a stadium that was empty and only put up 16 points, like that's, come on, man, against the fucking depleted, depleted 49ers team, that's not a good look on that 4-2 and two record of the Rams. It's not a good look. That's just me, though. Yeah. No, it's, I, you know, they're in a tough division, too. Like, it's going to take a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, Seahawks are still undefeated. Yeah, stuff. fucking Seattle is nice. They're on a bye week this week, which oh, sucks. I'm in bye week hell and fantasy. Yeah, I was like, there goes all my points from DK Metcalf fucking <laughs> sitting on a bye week. Shit. It's all good, though. So, like we said, doubleheader tomorrow, 3 o'clock. Mountain time. You do the math for your time zone. Chiefs versus Bills. And then at 6.15, Mountain time. Again, you do the math for your time zone. We have the Cardinals and the Cowboys. Who y'all got winning these games? Um, I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to beat the uh, Bills. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past the Bills to put in a, a good fight. Um. Uh, I said Josh uh, Josh Allen is, is in line to become an elite quarterback. This is where he's got to step up. He's got to out-duel uh, Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he can do it right now, mm-hmm. but I think he can, he can. he's got a good shot. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, All right. And then uh, Arizona, I guess. Um, just because... <laughs> uh, those are also two teams where I'm like, are they are they good? Or just like okay, and they might just both be okay. So I'll I'll pick Kyler Murray over uh, Andy Dalton. Oh yeah, that's right. Andy Dalton's the quarterback on the Cowboys now because Dak suffered that gruesome red injury. rifle, baby. Gruesome, gruesome injury. Who you got from? from <laughs> Hey, and I, I don't even follow the football like that, but I'm just no, a, we don't I'm do. just a sports fan. So exactly. I think um, with the Chiefs and the and the Bills, I think you know Patrick Mahomes for sure the the Chiefs, and then I'm just gonna fly with it on the other side. Even though they lost Dak, maybe they'll step up, and I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, am I going to play opposites, man, because that's what I do sometimes? Or am I going to pick what I genuinely feel? Okay, here we go. Chiefs are going to lose to the Bills because I honestly feel that's what's going to happen. Um, the Chiefs played like shit last week. I don't believe that they'll play like shit again. Okay. They'll probably win, but I'm going to go with my gut and pick the Bills. Bills okay. Mafia. Whoa, whoa. Big trust? No, so that's the wrong team. Um, <laughs> they finally got official recognition from the team. <laughs> They're both four and one. Uh, these teams, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't believe. Even though they won a Super Bowl, last week showed me that you still shouldn't believe in Andy Reid because he makes terrible decisions. Still, it's fucking kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> Cardinals, Cowboys, fuck. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna. Dude, I see it as like two five hundred teams. Exactly. Like... That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Um. So just go with it. What do, What do you got? Just go with it. What you got? I want to pick the Cowboys. Oh, okay, okay. Because they lost Zach. They lost um Dak Prescott, but they didn't lose Ezekiel Elliott. 
And as long as he can run the ball, they'll be all right. Because that'll open up the passing game for Andy Dolan. So, okay, I'm going with Bills Cowboys. Cool. That's what I'm picking, and I'm sticking to it. Guess what? There's one more game we're going to pick. Thursday Night Football, Giants-Eagles, if that stays scheduled, because technically that'll be this week. If that stays scheduled, no one gets sick, that'll be on Thursday. Eagles, that's what I'm picking because I have some of their players on my fantasy team, and that's literally the only reason why I'm picking the Eagles. Oh, yeah, the Giants suck, too. <laughs> Duh. Um, well, they're both terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna say the demon are gonna roll with their win, with their win this week. They're gonna okay. go, they're gonna win. Uh, they're gonna beat those Eagles. Okay, 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 okay. Wow, wow. So do you want me to pick? Yeah, yeah. So what I would pick just on my old school remedy that has nothing to do with anything. Um, the it's the Giants. Um, they beat the Patriots in Super Bowls, and I didn't appreciate that back in the day. So I'm going to go with the Eagles. <laughs> and that's my theory. That's it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Straight into a fucking, what are those things? Those purple bug zappers? Yeah, fly into one of those. But yeah, cool. So that is uh, that is our football talk. Unless there's a... Uh, yeah, that's our football talk. And uh, Melvin Gordon got arrested for DUI. Thank you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Melvin Gordon. Let me, yeah, that's right. I'm going to look at these highlights real quick. Let me see. And what team did he play for? The Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos. The who? The who Broncos? Where, what state? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> then, he got, uh, then he got stripped for, and we got him specifically for goal line, uh, goal line situation. <laughs> and he was not around this weekend. <laughs> Peace. Oh, shit. Uh, let's see. Nothing else, really. In the Okay, cool. Uh, Scam gave us a call. Y'all know how that goes down. We got that vroom vroom and UFC and wrestling and all that crazy shit. So, we'll be back. Take a listen to my guy. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Hello. Vroom. Yo, what up, dog? What's going on, brother? Ain't shit, you know, just chilling. Fucking Sunday, got all the sports on. Um, mom's here. Hello, hello, hey. hello. What's going on? How you doing, Connie? Good. How are you? Good to hear doing your voice. Good. <laughs> all Welcome right. to the show. Yeah. To the show, finally. <laughs> After God, we've been doing this. Well, me and Drew have been doing this probably for like six years now, on and off. But anyways, we are here with Lady C and Scame. And myself and this goddamn computer <laughs> fucking my shit up. That's how many times has that happened during our recording? Never. It happens a few times. No. Some, most of the time it's my dryer going off. <laughs> or my washing machine or something. Some shit. But um smoke detector, that happened before. The smoke detector, yeah, that was that was kinda scary. <laughs> that one was fucked up. Uh shit. Hey, shit happens. Shit happens indeed. But yeah, what we got, dog? What we got? Well, same old shit. Um, well, not really. We're going to cover some boxing because there was some pretty good fights last night. There was. There was. Uh, but kick it off with a little bit of hockey news. Uh, still, obviously, hockey's over. Uh, but it's free agency going on right now. Um, the... Well, before we jump into the free agency shit, the Bruins, uh, David Pasternak and Brad Marchand both had surgery done. Mm-hmm. And uh, remember how I said the season's probably going to start around January, yeah. beginning of the year, some, somewhere around there. Uh, well, they're going to be out till, well, I think Marchand's out till at least the middle or end of January. And then Pasternak's out till at least February. Damn. So down two of our stars already for next season. Uh, but they did re-sign defenseman Matt Grizzlick to a four-year, $14.75 million deal, uh, which was kind of needed after they lost crew to the Blues. Um, and he's a homegrown dude. He's from Charlestown. Played at BU. Oh, he's a townie? Yeah, he's a townie. So he's it's good, to, uh, good to have a homegrown guy there. Word. Uh, and then the Bruins, they're still waiting to hear back from Chara. Apparently, they're waiting for him to initiate talks. Um, 
and at the end of the season he said that he still wanted to play for the Bruins but uh, his agent has come out and said that they're looking into other options yeah that so sense. that's still kind of up in the air yeah uh, but we still got we got a solid core young defenseman got Grizzlick got McAvoy so I don't know kind of I'm kind of 50 50 on losing Char if he doesn't come back Oh, Scam's done with hockey forever? No, sir. No, 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 no. I mean, 50 on how I, like, am I mad or am I happy about losing nah, him? Because he, he's no. getting old, but. Yeah, for sure. But he's still big as shit, and you can't fucking. Yeah, for real. Man, can't man. miss that size. Nah. Um, and then, uh, remember how I talked about the big-time free agent Taylor Hall? The, the kind of sweepstakes that was going on for him? Yeah. Uh, Bruins Avalanche, his name were thrown in there. Uh, they both lost out. He ended up signing a one-year deal with the Buffalo Sabres worth $8 million, um, which kind of stunned a lot of like the reporters and shit like that that do the NHL shit because they're not really a contender. Yeah, that's what I was... Okay. They might be now. They might be now with him. Who knows? True. I mean, he might he might change that, but they weren't really considered a contender at all uh, until this. They, I don't even know if he'd still consider them one. But he basically went for the money because apparently the top two people who offered him money were the Bruins and the Oilers, and they I think they both offered him somewhere around five million mm. for a year. So he he rather take eight million to play for Buffalo and probably get just eight three million more dollars, out, baby. Maybe Shit. out in the first round. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and apparently the Avs didn't even get far enough in talks to make him an offer, from what I heard. <laughs> um, and as for the Avs free agency, uh, I went over, well, they didn't really pick up much in free agency. They did a few trades that I went over last week, and I didn't really see much um, other than that. Uh, maybe I missed it, but if I find something else, I'll, I'll bring that back next week. But yeah, I didn't see anything for this week. So that's it for kind of NHL shit. I didn't really see many other major names moving around the NHL. But obviously, there are moves going on, but no bigger names like Taylor Hall or anything like that as of yet. Uh, last night, we had top-ranked boxing on top ESPN+. Top-ranked top rank boxing. That was top nice. Um, normally, when we do boxing, we usually just do the main event. Uh, but in this one... I wanted to talk about that Edgar Berlanga kid. God, which Remember fight? That, which fight the was one that? that? The one that knocked him out in a minute. Oh yeah. Yeah, bro. Um, so Edgar, <laughs> yo, Edgar, my mom went to use the bathroom and missed that whole fight, missed the replays oh, really? and everything. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah, that that. Oh my God, let me try to find some replays as you're yeah, talking. Yeah, that was yeah. super fast. That kid was a problem. Yeah. I forgot how old he was too, but he was super young. A uh, young Puerto Rican kid. Uh, his name's Edgar Belanga. He was taking on Linnell Bellows, um, and he won that by TKO in the first round in a minute and 19 seconds. From what they well, and, and with that win, he's now 14 and 0, I believe. Um, all first round knockouts, all 14 wins are first round knockouts, and he hasn't gone over two minutes and 45 seconds in any of those fights. Yeah, beast. Yeah, problem. Um, but yeah, that shit was incredible. So yeah, if you find that knockout, check it out. Yeah, and then in the great. main event, kind of a super upset, uh, Teofimo Lopez uh, defeated Vasily Lomachenko by unanimous decision and became the unified, undisputed light heavy, uh, not light heavyweight, lightweight champion. Lightweight, yeah. Uh, he was the IBF champion already, and beating Lomachenko he won the WBA WBO and WBC belt so he is the first ever four belt light lightweight champion in history yeah and he's the youngest four belt champion in boxing history at 23 at 23 and he's also the fifth boxer to ever win and unify four belts and he's up there with some huge names like Bernard Hopkins Jermaine Taylor Terrence Crawford and Alexander Yusik, who uh, he's the only one on that list I didn't really know. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's amazing. B hops. Yeah, and, yeah, and apparently his dad is like, uh, imagine a Puerto Rican Lavar Ball. 
Here it is. A Puerto Rican. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking mad shit, saying his son's going to take over, and he really came through and did it. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, and in the picture, if you see the pictures of him winning, he has five belts. I think one of them is the belt you get for unifying them all. Oh, I think okay. That. That but yeah, sense. I seen the picture. I was like, why does he have five belts if he unified four? Uh, but I couldn't really find anything on it. But I think that's what it was for. It's one of those little special championship yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that uh, same that same thought too about five belts. Yeah. But that was amazing. Uh, the only other thing was one of the judges had the cards like Super. it was very suspect yeah it was uh 119 109 which basically gave the entire fight to lopez yeah uh, which was definitely not the case no. lomachenko won at least four rounds yeah no that that yeah that that card was that number was suspect because even myself i was like he lost that fight but not you not, yeah, like not that. that bad yeah yeah but that shit was good but, though some good boxing. yeah good fight yeah and definitely came across two young up-and-comers that I'm definitely going to check out. I yeah. think they were both from New York, too. Oh, probably? Shit. I think it was a, uh, Edgar Berlanga is a New York Puerto Rican, and then Teofimo is a New York Honduran. Yeah, yeah. He did have the Honduran flag. Yeah. Yeah. Beast. Yeah, some young up-and-coming boxers doing big things. Big old thing. I already seen he got like three challenges for the, the unified title already. Hey, that's what's nah, up. That shit, the, the Twitter wars. Oh, oh, for real, dog. Niggas be hungry <laughs> on the internet. As soon as he didn't even get out of the ring, people <laughs> already challenging him. <laughs> hey, let's go. Uh, there was also some UFC coming out of Abu Dhabi because it's still on Fight Island. Uh, we had UFC Fight Island 6. This one headlined by Brian Ortega, who's coming off of a big layoff, and the Korean Zombie. Um, opening up the main card, we had Jonathan Martinez defeating Thomas Almeida by unanimous decision, which I was kind of surprised by. I thought Almeida had that one. <laughs> James Krause defeated Claudio Silva by unanimous decision. Then we had Jimmy Crew defeating Modestus Book. Bukaskis. Yeah. Uh This one was a KO in the first round due to punches. Uh, Bukaskis, he tried to throw like a a body kick, but he was way too close. Basically, he tried the way he threw the kick. His knee was landing on the dude's ribs. Oh wow! Um, basically, because Krupp kind of stepped in on him, and when he did, he landed a beautiful right hand that kind of countered that, and it folded Bukaskis. He was able to get back to his feet, but he got stunned by an uppercut and then sat back down right up against the cage with a, I think it was a left hook. And um, yeah, the ref seen enough, he, he dove in. I think he ate maybe one more shot before the ref was able to save him. It's a big win for Crude there in that KO. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I got some shit to add when we get to the fight. To Which one? Um, the main event. Oh, okay. Uh, next up, we had in the cold main Jessica Andrade taking on Caitlin Shukagian. This one was won by Jessica Andrade by KO in the first round due to body punches. Yeah, Basically. she fucking folded her, bro. That oh, shit was I, crazy. Yeah, that's what I forgot to look. I forgot to look up to see. If yeah, she that was bananas. Yeah. Reported what the injury was. Go ahead. I'm gonna look into it. Uh, but yeah, so coming out of the clinch up against the cage. Um, Andrade landed a like a right. I think it was a right hook to the body that visibly hurt Chikagian. She started backing off, spun around, holding her ribs and shit in pain, screamed out in pain and everything. Um, as soon as Andrade seen that, she kind of rushed at her, did like a flying knee. I, I looked like a weak ass flying knee mm -hmm. um, that didn't really do anything, and then was able to land another body shot that actually dropped Chikagian. And the way she dropped it and kind of turtled up, the ref automatically jumped in knowing that she was hurt. Uh, so Andrade didn't really do any more damage after that. But yeah, I assume it was a rib or something the way she folded like that. Yeah, she was nasty. Ooh, they come across anything that fast? Uh, nah. Everything, you know, I don't know the super good ones. Yeah. It was most likely a rib. Uh, Maybe she heard it during training before. Maybe it happened because of the punches. Who knows? But I have to 
look into that a little more because I'm curious. Yeah, because everything is like posted from like right after the fight. Yeah. So nothing updated that I can find. Oh well. Yeah. Um, and then in the main event, we had Brian Ortega taking on the Korean Zombie, Chan Sung Jung. Uh, this one was won by Ortega by unanimous decision. It was a great fight. What did you think of it? We we lost each other at that, right? Um, no, no, we, no, no, we watched that the boxing. Yeah, the, the boxing. Yeah, yeah. That fight was alright. It, it was, it was exciting. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, cause yeah. they were they were throwing some fucking hands. There were several times where I thought somebody was about to get knocked out, but it didn't happen. Yeah. I would say the fight was dominated by Ortega For with sure. his boxing and shit. Uh, but it was, like you said, it was exciting because. Korean zombie got a chin. He, I mean, he's uh, the zombie chin. for a reason. He right. was just standing there eating shots. Think he's rocked, and he's just fucking right back in your yeah, face, right there, the whole way through. <laughs> but yeah, beautiful performance by Ortega. Uh, that earned him a title shot after being out for, I think it was well over a year after he got his ass kicked by Max Holloway. Yeah, they were basically Remember saying like, Max Holloway busted his face up. Yeah, they were saying like two years. Yeah, yeah, he was out for a long ass time. Uh, but yeah, apparently he came back new camp. Um, he's still working with the Gracies, but he got new other new coaches to help him, which seemed to help out with his boxing. He seemed real good. Yeah, that shit was great. Um, <laughs> um, our boy of uh, AEW Dynamite fame, Mac, uh, MJF. Oh yeah. <laughs> this fool said, uh, <laughs> "Thank Chris Jericho." Um, as Brian Ortega landed a Judas effect on the zombie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris Jericho's special move in wrestling is a spinning back elbow. Uh-huh. And yeah. like, that happened during the fight. Yeah. So one of the wrestlers is like, oh, he hit him with Chris Jericho's special move. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That Judas shit. effect for the win. Well, I didn't give him the win, but that would have been funny. That shit was fucking... That shit's great. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of that... We'll jump into some dynamite. Yes, Had the one year anniversary show on Wednesday. Oh yes indeed, it was the one year anniversary show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kicked off well basically all the titles were on the line that night. Mm-hmm. Um kicked off with the AEW Tag Team Championship. FDR taking on best friends. Uh, this one was a great fight between these guys like all these guys. Um in, in typical, well, not typical, in recent fashion for FTR, getting the win any way they can. <laughs> uh, they use the championship belt to hit Chuck Taylor from behind. Well, not from behind, but they hit Chuck Taylor with the belt behind the rest back. Yeah, smack him in the face. And uh, Dax Harwood was able to get the pin on Chuck Taylor, and uh, that's how they got the win. Um, at one point during the match, Trent I believe it was Cash Wheeler, were outside of the ring fighting and Trent got thrown through an arcade cabinet that Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian were playing while pretending right. to play. Right, that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that shit was super fake. Fuck yeah, it was just fucking plywood. Yeah, and um, so yeah, so Trent got thrown through that shit and when he did, Kip Sabian sent Penelope Ford running into the back um, and then as the match continued on, we know like I said, FTR won. So after that happened, FTR kind of took off. Best friends were still there. Penelope Ford came back out with Miro, which is their new best man, as they say. Mm-hmm. And he basically fucked up best friends for breaking his shit, uh, for breaking the arcade cabinet. Um, beat the hell out of them in, into commercial. And then when they came into commercial, it was Kip Sabian and Miro taking on Sean. Maluda and Lee Johnson and he just basically continued his wrath of destruction and beat the shit out of these two poor dudes yeah, I don't even think Kip Sabian did anything in that match he, I, nah. like, I think he got tagged in and then tagged right back out or some shit like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, yeah Miro got the win by submission with that uh, the stomp to the back and then the camel clutch yeah see it's, such a, it's such a simple move but he's so big like, yeah, and fucking, he sells it because yeah, of how big he is. Right, this is fucking wow. Like that foot, and the way they sell the foot stomp to the back, it it works. 
because it's basically like they sell it so hard and kick their head back so far that he just <laughs> instantly walks in the camel clutch like it works great yeah it's fucking nice uh, but yeah so basically showcase for Mero and not so much for Sabian <laughs> we, yeah. I mean, we've seen enough ammo over the past yeah we have year two, well year of dynamite we certainly uh, well, have speaking of MGF he had his big announcement uh, well, I wouldn't even say big announcement because this segment was whack as fuck. It was. That shit killed the whole fucking flow of the, the show. The whole vibe of the night. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, MJF came out for his quote-unquote announcement. I uh, brought out the... Well, he brought out Chris Jericho in the inner circle. Uh, they were all wearing the jackets that MJF had bought for him. And the whole gimmick of the thing was Sammy Guevara's jacket was mad big yeah, that was they made him wear it <laughs> <laughs> um, that was like the, that was the best thing of the whole segment was yeah. Sammy in that giant jacket yeah that shit was funny uh, then we had some super cringy back and forth bullshit between MJF and Jericho uh, to basically get to MJF saying that he thinks he wants to join the inner circle not even like I want to join he thinks he wants to join um, Ortiz took the mic and basically told MJF that he doesn't want him in the group. Jericho said that he'd think about it and invited him for a steak dinner, um, yeah. which apparently they're probably going to show at some point on this week's episode of Dynamite. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we, we pushed through that segment. Yes, we and did. Then went on to the TNT Championship match between Cody and Orange Cassidy. Uh, this was probably the match of the night for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was I was in and out because um, my mom had landed that day. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you know we were doing a lot of shit, so I was in and out, but it was a good match. Yeah, fantastic match. Um, at the end, Orange Cassidy was uh, he was able to hit a tornado DDT and that uh, beach break finisher that he does. Yeah. Um, but he. He rolled up Cody for a pin. The ref counted to two, and then the bell rang because the time limit expired. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So this ended kind of a controversial and like controversial ending. I think they may they might be playing this up to maybe have a rematch at Full Gear. Oh, that makes that sense. That would be that would be my guess. Uh, yeah. To like do like a no time limit kind of thing. Yeah. Because of TV, I think all those matches are 20 minutes no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. But yeah, who knows? We'll see what happens there. But that was definitely one of the better ones of the night. Uh, after that, we had the AEW Women's Championship on the line where Hikaru Shida defeated Big Swole. Uh, Shida was able to hit run a knee strike to the back of the head and then one to the face to get that win. Yeah, I, t- I missed that whole match. Yeah, I mean, it was... I wouldn't say it was the greatest match in the world, but it was, I mean, it was a great women's match. You've seen Cheetah before. Oh, yeah. You've seen Big Swole before. Yeah, I love... They both you know what they were excellent do. wrestlers. Yeah, they sold it well. Um, probably could have had more highlights. I think a lot of this... The picture-in-picture is getting annoying. Yeah, they're doing too much in the picture-in-picture. Yeah, we're, we're missing a lot of the action. I know they got to do the commercials and shit like that, but, but yeah, I don't know. What are you going to do? Cut down the matches? Well, yeah. I don't want to see that either. <laughs> no, I think they should do, going into picture in picture, they should put somebody through a table. And then, you know, there should be like headlocks. Kind of yeah, thing. headlocks and fucking tussling. Nothing crazy, you know. And then when it comes yeah. back, then it should fucking, because they know when they come back, you know, but. Yeah. That's just growing pains. But then again, do we want more Sammy, Sammy Guevara cue card gimmicks during picture that's, picture? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Fuck. Uh, you can't, anyway, uh, so after the AEW Women's Championship, we had the World Championship on the line in a no DQ match. Yeah, um, was great. Oh, which basically happened because uh, earlier in the night, Archer attacked Moxley. And oh, then yeah. I think Moxley then later on attacked Archer, and then they made the DQ match for the main event or some shit like that. Uh, but yeah, so this one happened. Moxley hit the paradigm shift. Uh, he was only able to get a two count on Archer. Archer was able to get back up and hit his finisher, the blackout. Uh, but when
when he went for the cover or like went to go get Moxley, Moxley snuck in a, he did one of those like sneaky little roll up pins and able to use it but steal the win out of, uh, away from Archer. Obviously Archer wasn't gonna like that shit to instantly, not instantly, but basically attacked Moxley right after he lost. Uh, hit him with a big boot and I think he was gonna keep fucking him up but Eddie Kingston and the Lucha Brothers were on the announce team yeah, that, yeah, during that right, match. Yeah. And Eddie Kingston sent out the Lucha Brothers to save Moxley with some chairs. Archer took a chair shot to the back, ate it. Uh, but Jake the Snake kind of like ushered him out before he was able to fuck anybody else up. Uh, because they were setting up Eddie Kingston taking the mic. Uh, appeared to be congratulating Moxley on his win and like saying that he was proud of him and shit like that. And of course, in typical fashion of a heel, he fucking cheap shotted him. And then locked in the rear naked choke. And uh, that's basically how Dynamite ended. Yeah. Yeah, so probably Kingston Moxley at full gear. Some kind of uh, no DQ hardcore match, maybe. Yeah. Because that's what is. I can see them both doing hardcore shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because that's that's both their fucking gimmicks. You know, they're fucking tough guys. Mm -hmm. Let's fucking go. I like to see that. That'd be a good main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was um, Dynamite. Um, I quick. thought they were going to do more for the one-year anniversary show. I did, too. Uh, but I think they kind of... It's a lot of setup like, for the pay-per-view. Yeah, I just think they focused more on Jericho's 30th than they did the one-year anniversary show. They did. And it was kind of weird having them back-to-back. But, oh well. Whatever, right? What are you going to do? Um... AEW Dynamite is, I guess, killing it in Europe. Oh, really? Yeah. They have, uh, (laughs) let's see here. Five times the audience of NXT, twice that of SmackDown and Raw. So, like, they're pulling in crazy numbers in uh, the UK. Nice. Also, I think that might be because, like, UK is, like, real old school wrestling yeah they mentality i think yeah they're wrestling yeah they do because impact Sorry. wrestling is really big out there too and that shit's not yeah. a thing out here really yeah i thought about checking impact in uh ring of honor out but i was like yeah aew is enough wrestling for me yeah ring of honor school honestly i might check out some new japan though new japan if is I fucking can, tight if i can see some of that i'll check that shit out that shit is good but yeah yeah that was that Let's jump into some NASCAR. 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 Uh, some quick news. Uh, Haley Deegan, daughter of uh, freestyle motocross legend turned rallycross driver Brian Deegan. Uh, she became the first, well, didn't become the first NASCAR. Well, she had her first NASCAR truck series race and became the youngest. Um, well, no, not the only. She just had the best finish for a female driver in like a debut. Nice. Uh, she was able to finish 16th, finish top 20. I think the person before was like top 30, which there's only like 30 something, 40 races on the car, like cars on the track at a time anyway. So nice. that's not good. <laughs> but no, no. Uh, top top 20 is not bad. Um, and she's only fucking 19 years old. Oh wow. Yeah, and there's not many women in NASCAR, so like when somebody breaks in like this. This is kind of big news. That's real. That's real. Yeah. yeah. Especially and especially like I was a big fan of her father back in the X Games and shit, watching the the freestyle. Yeah, Moto X shit. That shit. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Do you remember the Metal Militia? Hell yeah. Yeah, he was the main dude. Mm-hmm. So that's his daughter. Yeah, tight. Yeah, beautiful. So yeah, so she's ladies. in the truck series. The truck series is like third ring. Next, she'll move up to the Xfinity series, which is like the minor league for nascar and then move up to the the cup series hopefully hopefully yeah uh but today we kicked off the hollywood casino 400 from kansas speedway uh this was the first race um for the top eight drivers i was after breaking down after going down from the round of 12 
this race was won by Joey Logano. Uh, him and Kevin Harvick, who was in second, they basically had a 40-lap battle for to see who was going to win this shit. Wow. Um, Logano was leading most of it, but Harvick was on his ass trying to make a move the entire time. Uh, I'm rocking. I'm wearing my nationwide number 88 shirt for Alex Bowman. Came in third. <laughs> well, technically, it's a Dale Jr. shirt, but same team. Right. Dale Jr. is retired, so it counts. <laughs> uh, so Alex Bowman came in third. And then uh, fourth place, we had the number two of Brad Kozlowski. Uh, all those drivers that I just said are all in the playoffs. The only, play, the only driver not in the playoffs uh, came in fifth was Kyle Busch and the number 18. So as of now... Where uh, we got two more races before they cut it down to the championship four. So currently, because of the win, Joey Logano is in first place. He's automatically into the championship four with the win. Um, Kevin Harvick is in second. Danny yeah. Hamlin is in third. Brad Keselowski is in uh, fourth. And then on the bubble for elimination is Chase Elliott, uh, Alex Bowman. Martin Truex Jr. and Kurt Busch, who is kind of fucked because he had a DNF today, which oh, did not shit. finish because yeah. he blew an engine uh, very early in the final stage. Damn. Yeah, so he lost a ton of points on the track with that shit. Damn, boy. Yeah, so he's basically going to have to win one of the next two races, I think, to get in. Unless somebody else has a fucking catastrophe. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Yeah, that's the playoff picture for now. Mm-hmm. Word. Appreciate you, dog. Um, where can the good people follow you, my guy? Follow me at Game 44 Word, dog. Appreciate Word. you, man. We'll talk to you next week. All right, man. Yeah. Bye, Connie. Bye, Love you. Take care. <laughs> Peace. Yo, Scame, always appreciate it. Thank you so much. We always love your... NASCAR news and shit, cause you're you're the man. Yeah. Thank you, Skane. She means it. <laughs> I don't. No, sir. Room, <laughs> room, baby. Room, room, baby. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a little bit of baseball playoffs. MLB playoffs are happening because. That's They've a thing. happened. The World Series is happening now. That's right. That's right. The World Series are a thing now. God yep. damn it. Wow, that happened fast. Um, yeah, because uh, they've been playing every day because they've been doing the bubble thing for their yeah. travel. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. The bubble works, uh, man. But, yeah, it's, uh, it is set. Um, the Dodgers versus the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, the Gun Rays. Um, yeah. But uh, let's hope, let's cross our fingers that those gritty Rays, uh, gritty, gutty Rays, uh, pull it out um, against the evil that is the LA Dodgers um, <laughs> because fuck the Dodgers fuck them, um, fuck everything LA yeah it's just you know, they're those who are like oh you should be gracious, and no, fuck them fuck their happiness, I hope they lose I hope they become the <laughs> buffalo of the MLB <laughs> that um, would be fucking mm, crazy <laughs> this will be their fourth time in like, uh, like 10 years to hit the World Series and not win if they don't win this time. So. Yeah, they have to win. That's real shit, man. They do. They do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's your World Series. That's your 2020 World Series. Uh, at least it's not Dodgers Astros and um, where I yeah, have fuck no that. choice of just like I don't know who to root for because they're both terrible. Yeah. Um, Mookie Betts is tight. Yeah. He's on the Dodgers now. No, though. I mean like I like players. Teams, I just, no, know. no, I know. I'm not saying nope. that. Yeah, yeah. Fo shiggity. Fo shiggity. Boogie Betts is a great baseball player. I just wish he played for my team. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. He was great on the Red Sox. It was good. It was good. But yeah, um, I'm going to, uh, obviously, I, I, I'm going to ride with the fucking, you know, American League. Got to go with those Rays. Uh, and, uh, and also, because fuck LA. We always got to beat L.A. That's a Boston thing. Beat L.A. So, let's go. Well, it's just, uh, also just, like, Tampa, like, they have this great baseball team, and they just don't give a fuck. 
they don't give a fuck so much that the team is going to play half their season in goddamn Canada from now on. I know, that's so <laughs> fucked up. That's so fucked up. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, they have a consistently good team. I was talking to my girlfriend, and I was like, you have a chance to have a Stanley Cup championship and a uh, World Series championship in the same year. And she was like, oh, I guess that's cool. And I was like, you don't know what I would give for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for real. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo. Like, those That's things are sick. hard to come by, and For people don't real. get yeah. it. <laughs> Taylor Bay about to pull up Boston. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, Tampa, Tampa, Tampa might be getting the new Boston, just winning all the time. <laughs> winning all the shit. Let's go. I mean, I'm with it. I'm always down for other fucking cities to win. I mean, the, the Bucks are competitive. There's, there's a chance they can, they, you know. <laughs> that's true. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, and that's all you fucking need to Let's win go, Super Bowls. Let's go, Tampa. Let's go. All you need. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, they have uh, a trifecta year possible. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking. That would be. That'd be nuts. That would be really crazy. That would be fucking. <laughs> uh, and then once those fans. Once those fans, or if they ever get a chance to experience that, they will understand what that is. It's incredible to, yeah, to it be is able incredible. to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, the best thing I quote I ever heard about Tampa was Tampa isn't where you, somewhere you go, it's somewhere you end up. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere you end up. Uh-uh. <laughs> wow. That's fucking great oh yeah boy yeah. I love you Tampa <laughs> yeah, we love you word we love all you guys for listening thank you so much for listening to the minority sports report follow us all collectively at TMS report snog where can they follow you I'm at Julian C. <laughs> I'm at Julian C. Mitchell because that's my name. I should be able to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Julian C. Mitchell. <laughs> oh, shit. Where can they follow you if you let these motherfuckers in, Mom? Um, You can find me on just my one and only IG Instagram at Lady C. Boston. I don't fuck around with any of those other social media apps because I don't need to. Cool. So, thank you. And I'm at the Beatnik. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.